Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monty and Mickey, the Geek Pop Culture Podcast. Uh, it has been a hot minute. I went yeah. back and looked. Uh, all the way back in August was our last... Uh, Actually, it's posted here September 2nd. It was posted? Okay, so I re- we even recorded in August. I didn't even post it until September 2nd. Yeah, right. Um, so we have had a lot of just personal things going on. Not going to get too much deep into it, but just we've just been very busy. I've got a lot on my plate. Mickey's been busy. He's got a lot on his plate. So it's just unfortunate. Um, if you didn't know, if, you, if it wasn't abundantly obvious... We're not getting paid for this. This isn't our full-time jobs. Yeah. Um, so we've just got a lot, just had a lot going on. But we wanted to come back to the kind of the original process of doing, you know, these holiday-geared uh, episodes. So, you know, in the past years, we've done, you know, Halloween and, like, kind of skipped over Thanksgiving and then Christmas episodes. And so we wanted to come back to that and do a Halloween episode. And really, you know, we've covered, like, I think we did 80s horror and we've done, you know, like the Nightmare Before Christmas and the Hocus Pocus, excuse me, those, those episodes. This one, we wanted to focus again on specific horror, but we we, we decided to pick, uh, a, a, it's a mini-series, I don't even know what it would be called, limited series. Oh, yeah. It's three, three separate movies. The, it's yeah. three movies, it's a trilogy that came out on Netflix. All at the same time. All at the same time. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's Fear, Fear Street. Uh, and it's based on R.L. Stein's books. Uh, I guess he had a series like Goosebumps, but they were adult-oriented. So this is very much more like when you think of R.L. Stein, you usually think of Goosebumps, the TV show, or Goosebumps, the books that were kid, children-oriented. You know, yeah. yeah, like it was a young adult. Um, even then, I always thought that he really pushed the boundaries on like what it was. Like there wasn't like he wasn't approaching it like Mickey and Minnie Mouse. Like no. he was like really like. For like you said, you young know, adolescents, teenagers more right. than it is little children. Right, like a yeah. like a middle school, like things like that a middle schooler could handle more than you know a young young kid. But anyways, that style or I guess that kind of theme, whatever you want to call it, like it felt like he carried that through and basically just took that concept of like any goosebump book, Werewolf of Fever Swamp, uh, The Mask, uh, there's you know the. My, You're that my, familiar with these? Yeah, I, I read them and because I was, of joy. I watched, or? No, I when I was on a your kid, own. It was oh, like really? the Scholastic Book Fair. You know, those oh, really? were the books that were in like a Scholastic. Well, book I suppose Joy's too. Your, your daughter is too young to be dealing with or <laughs> interested in that I, stuff. I've read some books to her that are probably, but yeah, the, these books. I I grew up reading these books and just really yeah. being, you know. So he's been a big name for a long time. It's been yeah. Decades. What was the uh, uh, Tower of Terror? Uh, oh, I remember that one. the the Terror Tower the something. In the, Anyways, it was one of those deals where when I was younger, because I was right in that age range when these started coming out, it was like my parents would go to Family Video, you know, back when it was a Family Video. They'd rent their VHS of their scary movie that they wanted to watch, and they would go in the living room and watch that. And then I had set up in my bedroom like, oh, here's your – it's around Halloween. You want a scary movie too? Here's Goosebumps, and we're going to have you watch that. Or they bought the VHS, and that's what I watched. And it was like – it was a good introductory. You said your room. (laughs) Down in the basement cellar. Down in the cellar. Of, this is all you yeah. get. Here's your water and here's My, your movie. The, the broom closet. Not the broom closet. The uh, <laughs> the closet under the stairs. Um, but so so R.L. Stein for most, I think most millennials, kind of like people in my, he's a very familiar, like kind of like a, you know, a Stephen King or one of these other people that people know him or have heard of him before at least. 
And so when I heard that this came out, I didn't know much about it. I just kind of stumbled upon it one night. And I, I watched the first uh, movie, and I was hooked. Like, right. It was so well good. done. Even by itself, if you don't watch the other two, it's just... Yes. I mean, it, yeah, but it draws you in. Each one could stand alone. Right. But it very much is a trilogy that ties together. And it just so... And we'll, we're going to get into it a little bit, but basically the best way to describe it is take any of those, you know, let's just take the Werewolf of Fever Swamp, right? We take that book and we just dial it to 10. That's what Fear Street is. It's R.L. Stein. It has his, like, fingerprints all <clears throat> over it, but it's just dialed to adult, you know, adults can watch this and enjoy it, and it's not afraid to swear or have, you know, sexual tension right. or have gore and people's heads getting ripped off. And oh, no, there's that, you plenty know, of that. And there and there's elements from other, like, like it reminds me a lot of, like, Stranger Things. There's a field... And I mean, yes. not just because it's based in the '80s, but an American horror story. There's there's evidence to those other shows yes. that, that have influenced those. And these movies, like yeah. you said, I you know you told me about them. I'm like, okay, I'll watch it. And even this girl at work that I've been talking to about it, we brought it up again. How much we both oh, enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, like yeah. the first one, and then it's like normally I'm like, oh, I'll get to that. No, I had to watch them now. Yeah, they're that they suck you in that much that you need to watch them now. So you they're know, I was studying. For, I, for those of you who don't know, I'm an engineer, so I was studying for the PE exam. So I would study till like, 9, 9.30 at night. And while when I watched these movies, like, I'd go and, like, even if I could just watch a half an hour before bed, right. like, in bed I was watching it because I'm, like, like I broke up the last two movies over, like, the span of, like, a week or two. To get some sanity like, I want to watch it. Right. Yeah. You wanted to watch it. And, and I to... wanted to not be. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Yeah. Uh, Anyways, but but yeah, so I I'm excited to kind of get into that in a little bit and talk about those. But those are those are the movies. That, if you haven't watched it yet, I guess you know most of the time we don't say this, but truly pause it and pause this episode and go and watch them because they're we're going to Fear spoil. Street. Did you actually say that? Yeah, oh, okay. I think so. Yeah, um, they're going to there's going to be spoilers that we're going to talk about, and more so than kind of other movies we covered, I really feel like. You're not going to enjoy this specific podcast episode until you watch the movies because of the spoilers we're going to give and how they kind of just tie together so well that you really don't want to know more than you have to before watching, if that makes sense. And like, you need to watch all three because it, it, like you say, they can stand on their own, but it's one continuous story. I mean, yes. and you can tell that it's all been written together at the same time. Yeah, they very much. It was. It was a. You know, I, I would compare it to, uh, almost even more so than like Infinity War and Endgame. Like it was very much a like very continuous. Like you know, Star Wars, even along yeah, with like, right. Just a continuous. Story. It's it just it just you, you can't really watch this. So so to back up a second, there's Fear Street, nineteen ninety. That's the first one. Ninety four, I think. Yep. Yeah. Then 78, right? 78 and then 1666. Yeah. So it's just basically they're going, the story starts off now and they go back to explain it as they go, which is kind of like a Quentin Tarantino kind of thing. You're going in reverse. It was almost like, but, but it was like going in reverse without knowing what the ending was, which is is so crazy. Right. And that's how they build up the suspense. Cause you're like, all this stuff happened. Well, but it's been going on for centuries. Yeah. And now we're getting the story as you go along watching right. the you movie. Were, yeah. Basically, you find out, like, you don't know the whole story. And they kind of give you bits and pieces as you as the char- main characters are experiencing it and finding it out. And like you said, very, very, you know, Stranger Things, that kind of feel. It, But, but it's almost like 
so you know we had the original Star Wars trilogy, and then we had the prequels. And in the entire entirety of the prequels, we knew Anakin Skywalker was eventually going to transition to Darth Vader. Like right. everybody knew that, right? Yep. This is almost like it. It takes it to a different level where you knew what was going to happen, but you didn't. You knew what happened, but you didn't know what was going to what happen. What caused it? Yeah. Or how the pieces? Like you had the pieces. You didn't understand why or how what they fit together. To it, yeah. So it was very much a like it, it was even <clears throat> even more so like with most prequels, you're like, oh, I know that's going to happen eventually, or I know this person isn't going to die because they're in the next right, movie. Right. This is like you don't like they're they're going forward but doing flashbacks. Like it's kind of like you said, like Memento or like a Quentin Tarantino movie where it's right. like the story is progressing forward from 1994. But it's also going flashbacks to like fill in the gaps and anyways. And, and none of the characters were so essential that you didn't feel like okay, there's no way that one's gonna die. Right. That was the other part of this. It was very much a you know Game of Thrones or um, everybody Walking uh, Dead. Walking everybody's Dead. everybody's yeah. up for grabs. So yeah, there's <laughs> the, the most recent Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyways, before we get any further, um, I want to uh, kind of touch we're. I don't think we got to go over everything that's happened since September 2nd, no. but if we want to just go over the highlights of some of the bigger news, I know two things happened, two <clears throat> big events that I just want to talk about real quick, and we don't have to specifically go into them, but DC Fandome happened, uh, I think, last weekend, and this this weekend, Hasbro had their big Hasbro Pulse event where they did a bunch of releases on new collectibles, G.I. Joe, Transformers, um, like Nerf. the staple stuff, then, or all toys, or just just stuff? Hasbro's toys. But I mean Hasbro's the line. main ones that everybody yeah, that have been around right. for decades. And, well, and then main... like Star Wars, because they have the Star Wars license, right. so they did their. But their main money. Yeah, makers. I mean, but they even did like like there was like role playing games like D and D or Risk, oh, like really? new versions of those games that came out, and like huh. so they had like panels, kind of like DC Fandom, you know, where it was like the you know, Flash panel and then the, you know, Batman panel. Right. They had, like, the Star Wars panel and the Nerf panel and the Transformers panel. So it was kind of like they scheduled it all out over two days and then, like, released. But so I guess if you see some of these things popping up and you're like, like, I, if anybody was, like, at work or just, like, paying attention to their phone, they're like, holy fucking shit, Tom. Like, Monty, Monty. You, you posted three <laughs> videos in the span of five minutes. Why did you do that? Well, DC Fandom released those three videos on that Friday or whatever that I posted them. All right. So the those videos came out, those basically new trailers for upcoming movies came out. So I would like, I don't know that we need to do a full DC Fandom uh, uh, episode, episode again, but we're definitely, 2022 in terms of DC movies is shaping up to be a banner year. I'll just I'll just leave it at that. Where they're not going to um, be dominated by Marvel as much as they have. Been and Marvel actually year. had to push back a lot of their <clears throat> 2022, so either later in the year or to 2023. Like still filming and stuff. Or yeah, they just couldn't. Or editing. The deadline. The deadline just they're not going to be able to make their original deadline. No kidding. So which they've already been doing for the last year and a half anyway. Yeah. With some of them. Yeah, and I think yeah, so there's things that go into that, but event essentially the three movies. That's why I posted the three the three trailers is. The Flash, the Batman, and, uh, well, Peacemaker is coming out, and I think that'll be good. But there was one more, I think, 
think there's one more. There's like a, a Wonder Woman. Not a Wonder Woman. I think there's one more that I can't I can't remember. But anyways, well, we'll there's a lot through. lot going on uh, in, in terms of what DC is going to be delivering in the next year or so. So just wanted to get that out of the way just because that time was like a start, big event. It's about time they start catching up, yeah. for God's sake. Yeah. yeah. I mean, on top of all the other like CW TV shows and stuff that they're right. you know premiering. and right. So anyways. Uh, yeah, just, I mean, the first one I see since our last, since we posted the last episode, John Favreau reportedly wants Lucasfilm to back off Mandalorian Universe and let him handle it. I mean. So uh, this is what I'd say about that. Since George Lucas is not directly involved anymore, that doesn't bother me. Oh, right. Oh, I get his point totally. But, but I mean, even, uh, what's her name, being fired and all that stuff. Yeah. They, she Gina showed Carano. in this picture that, like, I think that's maybe kind of. I, I think that there was a lot of people that. I mean, we've talk, we about talked it. about it, but like that specifically, I think that they looked at what happened in the negative and granted they're good movies, but the, the, the sequel trilogy and all the negative feedback they got from that. I think John Favreau is like, guys, like you can't have such a tight grip. on. If you want this to work, Trust you can't us. have such a tight grip on us or like try to have us go in a direction that you say is the best way. Right. Because we, we still have to have a Star Wars universe that makes sense, and there's not, like, Jurassic Park all of a sudden that pops up in the next Mandalorian episode. Right. And we're not going to do that. But you can't – you can't – you got to trust me, like you said. Like, and I think that most directors, and, like, we saw this with the Justice League with Zack Snyder, I think they get very – they get very understandably so frustrated when the the network or the, the label – takes their idea, takes their vision, and basically changes it in a way that doesn't make sense anymore. Well, I mean, you know? they're basically taking away their creative justice or creative like license. Like, yeah, that's yeah. the word. I always yep. screw that up. But, I mean, yeah, yeah these guys – and John Favreau's no slouch. It's not – I right. mean, this guy, right. he knows what he's talking about. Well, and he's, <laughs> that's why I think he can get away with saying that. Well, probably. Because, like, me and you, they'd be like, just leave. <laughs> right, yeah, I don't think many but, – but that's the point. He's to this level, and he – it's not like he's – uh, you know, just shooting in the dark. He knows this this genre. He's, this, uh, he's put it. He's put himself around really. And knowledgeable like you said, without people. George Lucas being directly involved, it's like okay, now it's time for the next generation to take over. Yeah. But you can't you can't stifle my creativity because yeah. you want it to go in this direction. You don't. You're not paid to do this. You need yeah. to trust me because that's why you hired me. Right. If you do you want do you want to sell you know another million subscriptions to Disney Plus. Put me right. at the leave me do what Why'd I do. Why'd you hire me if like, you don't want me to do it? Like, it, and and it would be one thing if it was like everything was tanking and they weren't doing well no, and the Mandalorian exactly. sucked so and everybody successful. hated. It. They've got Ahsoka coming out, the Book of Boba Fett right. coming out. Right. They got the the new uh, Obi Wan Kenobi TV show coming out. I mean, there's people so couldn't be much. more excited either. I mean, they're so successful. Yeah, I, I think that it's. It's it's bringing people yeah. Anyways, we could talk forever oh, about yeah. that. And, and I, we I talk love a lot Jan, about that. John Favreau, I have ultimate respect for him, so that's why I'm, I would totally get his point. And he's not the kind of guy who just like he's prima donna or high no, maintenance. No, but he okay. I need to put my foot down, and I'm not the guy who usually bitches a lot. So it's like when he says something like this, it, it has some more meaning right. than, than somebody else. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. So exactly. yeah, I mean, I, I, that's totally how I took that. Um, then it's just more posts about. Just updates and toys and stuff, but um, uh, let's see here. I will, while you're looking for the next one, I will, I uh, just want to say um, Alec Baldwin, did you hear about that? The re- most recent? 
do something with his daughter again where he told her off or yelled at her or something? So he was in a movie, uh, I guess a Western or something, that he was filming in New Mexico. He actually killed somebody this weekend. Alec Baldwin did? They gave him a prop gun that was supposed to be a cold prop gun, and it had live ammo in it. And he shot... He shot somebody, He like the director, like wounded that person and then killed another person. Just because that was the scene was Because the gun that. that he was given was loaded with live ammo. But he was just doing what the scene... Co- yeah, no, like he wasn't like it wasn't intentional, killing somebody. Right. He, was was... Tra- he was literally like, they gave him a gun, a prop gun and said, it's a cold gun. And I don't know the, I mean, I'm a, you know, I, a hunter and I've been around firearms. I don't understand how that happens. It does right. not make any sense to me why that how or why that would happen. There's so much that goes into the safety of those actors. Why was there around in there in the first place? I don't even understand why the gun was a functioning gun. Well, it's just like give how, a plastic thing or like, something. I mean. Like I know that they want it to be look and feel, but right. you can just do something as simple as taking the firing pin out of it. Like right. there's so much that had to go wrong with you that. You disassemble so, the pieces that were, that were required to and, fight. And I know that I'm sure that there's like a like a flash and a bang that you want to happen as part of it, like right. where they pull the trigger. But it it just and and without knowing all the details, and I'm sure that there will more that will come out. Oh, but right. like, but essentially, he was he was taken in and questioned after it. Obviously, I mean, people, somebody died. So, I mean, he shot gonna, someone. He, I mean, that person is dead. I think it'll be. I don't know how the they'll do it, but yes, that person is dead. There's a there's a person who died. And on he's going to get in trouble. I don't know. I don't know how the law reads that. I I would think that it would be similar to like involuntary manslaughter. Or in, something, it would be know? involuntary, ma- but it's not even like it's not even like a drunk driving or like I ran over somebody on the oh, sidewalk. He was told to do this. Like in he a was scene. like yeah, it's very like and it's I'm sure that it'll be well documented unless they weren't recording at the time well documented of what actually happened how right. it happened yeah there's so cameras everywhere it just, right it, it feels like it's going to go down as like an accident or i don't i don't know how legally it, it'll work wow. out but anyways that's the, crazy you know it yeah yeah so, wow that's big news yeah um here's it's just rumor the mandalorian will end after season and be replaced with this new show and i think it's leading to boba fett yeah there's a Talking couple of spin-off that. shows that obviously are in the works so yeah, so that, it's just kind of – a lot of these are just other, like, ten things you didn't know about Darth Vader's suit. A lot of these other posts are about that. Um, and here's one that says, Echuita, a guide to Star Wars swear words. <laughs> the prophecy of the Chosen One in Star Wars explained. It's those kind of posts that we've been yeah, doing right, a lot like of Yeah, right, like fan theory type stuff, yep. Right. Um Actually, is there any other news you can think of? Did, could you just go, because it's going to bother me for the rest of the episode. What was the three trailers that I posted? Can you go up to there? What You remember what day? It was la- I think it was like last Friday or something. There was three from F- DC Fandom okay. that I posted like bam, bam, bam. Yeah, well, see, I was going to say that too. When I go on Facebook... I, I go down and scroll down, so I'll post like eight or nine things all within oh, yeah, five yeah, right, minutes. Right, yeah. So they're probably used to that. Oh, here's another one to, on different subjects. Star Wars Boba Fett special confirmed for Disney Plus Day. There's going to be a special episode mm. on Disney Plus yeah, Day. Yeah, kind of like a documentary type deal Yeah, right. on, on Boba Fett. Yep. Um, yeah, I do. Yep. Was it Friday, you said? Maybe it was Friday. I'm finding it. I don't know. But basically, the two that I care about is The Batman with Robert Pattinson, which... Everything that I've heard about that movie, 
the test footage, the people that have been involved, the people who are scrutinizing the trailer. This is people people are are saying this is going to be one of the best Batman movies. Really? And that they it's going to take a more, you know, detective that style of movie. And I think that I, I'm all for it. I'm excited for it. I, I mean, like people talk about talked about it with, you know, um, not George Clooney. Well, George Clooney doesn't even want to talk about that movie. But um, <laughs> Michael Keaton. Is that who you're talking no, about? the most recent uh, Ben Affleck. And like, oh, right. people, you know, as a Batman fan, they ask me, like, what do you think about this? And it's like, you know, the thing is, is like, I'm just excited to get another Batman movie. Um, but, Anything. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not seeing them for some okay, reason. Maybe it. No big deal, but there. I thought there was a third big movie that was coming out next year, and I could. I know that there's a couple video games, but anyways, well, Black Adam. That's that's the other one. Okay, yep. yeah. They're, okay, they're, it was um, Black Adam, The Flash, and Bat the Batman. The Flash movie first look, and then yep, the the Batman as yep. you called it. So uh, anything else is I just noticed. Uh, um, Star Wars reveals a deleted scene from Rogue One. <laughs> It's just mostly a lot of our posts have been that kind of thing lately. Yeah, so yeah, right. Not any actual big news because, like you say, we've been talking about Boba Fett and some of these other shows, but nothing a whole lot bigger than that since the last podcast. So I guess that no, and, and like I said, the, t- the I covered it already. The two big events in terms of news or pop culture uh, that came out was the. Uh, the Hasbro Pulse event for those of you that are into collectibles, action figures, toys, that kind of thing, and then um, DC Fandom, which we talked about that. Oh, earlier, so. here is another thing: Will Poulter um, oh, yeah, cast yeah. as Adam Warlock in Guardians of the, of the Galaxy Volume Three. So you remember? I actually watched the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy. You remember who? Um, what what was the name of the character? The character is Black. Black Ad, or Adam Warlock. Sorry. Adam Warlock. So yeah. you remember who that? You remember them doing that like end credit scene or whatever in Guardians Two, right? Those people that are painted. In I gold. do, but just to make sure you do, why don't you go over <laughs> it again? So remember at the beginning where they are, uh, they fight off that big monster, and it was to protect that those batteries with those people that are like painted in gold, and they're so full of themselves that they can't have actual people in spaceships. They're like basically in an arcade game. Those people are the ones who have this adam warlock person so that way back then was so they had talked about and people since then have been like so when are we getting this guy right so it's been that i mean that was what 10 movies ago at least i think that was 21 or whatever beginning of phase three i think yeah wow no kidding so we've been waiting for him for a while um something along those lines again um MCU new evidence points to Bill Murray joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That'd be, I mean, <laughs> I did see that. I wonder I'm if that's true. If I'm it's all true, for it. I mean, He's Sylvester actor, Stallone funny, was in you know? in one of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. I'm I'm all for those like '80s actors and coming up and being like. Oh, and he's hilarious. So I mean, even if he doesn't bring that comedy, he's a great actor. It's just cool right. to see a guy like that who I've loved oh, since I, he's been around. You know. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Mickey and I are not not hate. We do not hate on people like especially when it comes to this kind of stuff. If you want to take a shot at it, or if you want to be like some weird cameo, like, great. Oh hell yeah, I would do it in a heartbeat. You know, I mean, if I had that opportunity or that kind of pull, I'd right, be, right. Even if I'm just a schmuck walking around in the background, I would, I would do that in a heartbeat. You know, right. and these, so that just shows how these people are humans, and they, they, they want to be part of it. They're, 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 they're fans too. You know, and that's what I was just gonna say. I almost think it's like, yeah, you're not on. I'm sure. Well, maybe I'm wrong. I, could, I shouldn't make any assumptions. You're, you don't, you're not on TikTok, right? 
No, I got buddies who are constantly sending posts. So there's a guy. I don't need to be because I got a buddy who's at it like 25, 8. <laughs> That's just sending you. Right. So I don't, I don't, I don't ever have to I go on there myself. Uh, but there's a guy who basically his shtick was somehow he convinced at one point a one celebrity to like – film him like dancing with this like butt shake thing with his <laughs> his um drone camera and now really? it's like this thing where it's like if you're anybody who's anybody you have to get this guy to come and film you for a tiktok and he's <laughs> making like stupid money and getting like people like like uh uh shania i don't know shania twain or uh, like just uh, just these celebrities it's almost like this thing like you know how there's like you go to a certain jeweler or you go to a certain like clothing store as a celebrity. Like he's put himself in a position where he's getting like Howie Mandel did like a whole deal or no deal little sketch with him as a TikTok and basically messaged him and like, come over here. I want you. And he's getting like whatever he's getting paid from TikTok because he's getting millions of views. But he's getting to meet all so, these celebrities. So I guess what I'm too. getting at is it's almost like a celebrity. You know how people like go and like have it, you know memberships at country clubs just to say that they have a membership and never fucking say, never stand or go there ever yeah. just to say that they have it right it's almost like the marvel universe is like if you're anybody who's anybody who's a good well-known actor or actress like you have to be in the marvel universe eventually yeah like that's that the long story to get to that point like is, it's a right of that's what i'm almost. saying is yeah, like, like it's I almost like a club you know that you're in now. I'm not. Like, I'm not somebody until I've somehow made right, an appearance in right. movies. Yeah. So, anyways, so. Uh, the, I, one of, one of the other things is Disney's Rogue One prequel series and Andor yeah. has wrapped yeah. production. That's I'm pretty excited about that too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think I think his his character was very Rogue One was just a really well done movie. I just in general. Oh right, so yeah. I think, I think that, it was well received you know, too. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's about it. Okay. I mean, there might have been a thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's obviously been a long time since we've uh, done an episode. So a lot of it's just of been stuff. declaring which actors are going to be showing up. And yeah, yeah. And I and I, I like it and I hate it at the same time. Where it's like this minuscule amounts of information. Just teases. Is, oh, you know. one more tease. Now that I said that, that '70s show sequel that '90s mm, show has ordered right. by, by Netflix. I'm kind of excited. I love that '70s show. So if they do this right. If we yeah. didn't talk about it before, uh, for those of you who are uh, Mel- the Melissa Joan Hart, Sabrina the Teenage Witch TV show fans, mm-hmm. she's having a a sequel series with her as like acting as like the character who her aunt were. Because there's no original concepts anymore; they can't come up with anything I, new. So I'm all for it. I love that. Oh, series. so do I. TGIF was my jam. When and I was the, and in it's nostalgia. I mean, so it reminds you of the these shows you liked or whatever, and it you know maybe a younger time, a better time in your life or whatever. But it's like they just there's no original concepts right. anymore. It seems like you know. So speaking of which, <laughs> transition, transition beautifully. Fear Street was such an original thing for me that that's why I liked it. Right, you that know? is true. So it yeah. it wasn't you know they weren't trying to do Freddy versus Krueger thirty nine. No, and it, and like you said, there's influences from like other things, but of course, you know any director or creative person that comes up with these stories is going to have other thoughts from other places where they've you know. Right. But just because there's hints of it, it's still an original, and it, that's why, like you said, it's so different. It was so, it is, it, and it's so well done. I, I loved it. All three I movies. I typically get and there's a there's a reason why and i kind of wanted to talk about this at the end but we can touch on it right now but there's a reason why there's six different scary movie movies it's a trope it's a trope it's so like 
you have so many consistent things that run through or like are to the point that they're campy where you see this happen in a horror movie and you're like how okay like it's just so predictable almost, right you right? just know what's gonna happen and especially like the lower... black people being the first ones to die in any horror right movie. like yeah. those types of tropes or, yeah. or like you know they go out in the woods and they're like let's split up like like those know, commercials yeah, right, let's exactly. hide behind the chainsaw <laughs> right smart right where you're like you know if you're anything like me i watch these shows like i, I can't watch the purge anymore because i watch it and i'm like so stupid right like it's why not are you believable, doing this yeah. like, like you, you, no like and, the, and then of course my you know cynical ass is like well you know if they would have just bought a shotgun right. and had a shotgun why can't this we just be an issue but car. i guess you can't have a movie within the first five seconds if he blows right. the head off of the bad guy i would know? like to see that one so just <laughs> everybody got a blockbuster <laughs> movie and it's five minutes like that's it what really that's it right that'd be hilarious i mean it wouldn't do real well when it, the word would get out probably to ruin it, but right. that'd be cool. Yeah. So, but any just get into the running car. What are you crazy? I mean, it's that kind of thing, really. Right. Why are we being so stupid? Right. right. And yeah. and even even the um, did you ever watch the movie with Chris Hemsworth, the house in house in the woods or whatever cabin? In no, the wood, but cabin I've in heard the about it. Yeah. So they kind of take that same, they they take it and like purposely make it like campy, and then like basically take all these aspects and then just like dump them in it's it's a good movie oh like, right it's worth it's worth watching well so. what's the ones with john krasinski a quiet place those oh yeah, those yeah. concepts are so because it's so different yes i mean there's not much dialogue throughout the whole movie but it, it's yeah. such a cool when you're talking sucks about you in, you know? when you're talking about and, and this is what i'll kind of touch on right away is right away half an hour into the episode <laughs> um the, 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 what you're, what you're, I think that you're trying to get at is that plot and those original thoughts of how we're going to develop the characters and lay out a story that's both interesting and, and unique. unique and unpredictable and keeps your – like. And you haven't things, seen it before because, you know, like you said, the, the, these other scripts are – I mean – the, the the path has been laid for a lot of these other concepts. Yeah. Like, okay, we know this is going to happen, and they might put a different spin on it here and there. Like, yeah. Quentin Tarantino is really good at that. But, I mean, but for the most part, it's going to be along the same kind of storyline. Yes. That's why these yes. movies we're talking about, including Fear Street, was so because yeah, there's still elements that you've seen in other movies and other shows, but it's still a different, new, genuine concept that you haven't yeah. seen before, and I, I loved it. I yeah, I, I thoroughly I think that. It'll, these three movies I wouldn't mind rewatching, right? You know, um, but I guess so. So to to kind of lay the groundwork, and we can kind of jump back and forth just because it it's hard to not talk. It's hard to talk about one movie and then the next and then the next. I'm not without this sure. being you know three different episodes. I'm not sure I could keep track of right because right. I watched them so soon together too. I'm not sure what happened in which movie, you know. But just know that you're looking at a six four hours. and a half. Yeah, eight, not quite close, six, hours. almost six hours. Right. Um, so. The 1994 starts out where you, the characters are introduced to this lore, and essentially what it comes down to is that there was a witch that was killed in 1666 who cursed this area of the county, of the state. One city was, like, really cursed and has these serial killers, like, every 10 years, and this other city is really, you know, super, super... Uh, prosperous and, and just everybody's rich and the you know it's kind of like the other side of the railroad tracks and so you're introduced to this concept where they don't really know but they kind of understand 
They just think that it's just, well, we just live on the bad side of town. And what you find out is that there is a literal curse that is affecting these people and that these basically serial killers uh, just come out of nowhere almost and start – there's just a massacre every decade or two. And they go back – I mean I went – I actually had to look it up on like their their Wikipedia page. They kind of – I mean basically from like the 19 – or like 60s, 1660s all the way until like – and I know that they couldn't for sake of time – they don't really talk about any of the serial killers that happened basically from the 1660s until like 1920s, but you've got like, for example, and 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 just to kind of go in somewhat of a chronological order, you've got a guy who the very first one was a pastor who got all these kids in a in the church, locked them in, and then carved out all their eyes and killed them. And you're like, what the hell? Like this is a pastor. Right? That's normal. Preacher. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not gonna go to that like, church what? anymore, probably. But so they essentially said, since that time, there's been a, somebody who's always been like this. So then there was another innocent, decent people that have been taken Nor- over. Yes, like, people who this. just were just living their lives that you wouldn't have suspected and it at all. Essentially, I mean, essentially, I think that the best way to describe it would be like possessed by a demon. Right. Exactly. Like that's like on yeah, that converted level. Converted is not right. They didn't choose to do this. <laughs> yeah. Converted to the <laughs> like it's know, a cult or something. Yeah. Um. But so then you've got that guy, then you got a kid who like took a baseball bat to his parents and killed a bunch of people. You've got another like milkman that was like killing housewives in the fifties. Uh, you've got I think there was some other guy that basically was cutting. Maybe I'm getting it mixed up. You got the guy in the nineteen eighties. Uh, the uh, what was the name of the camp? Do you have that written? There's no, a, uh, it was like. I, I can't remember. I, I, I'll probably remember it later, but um, it's a pretty. It's a like those it's like night nightmare camp, like the eighties movies. All you know that were based in camp. The Crystal, it's like Crystal Lake Camp, right? It's it's a know. it's a name that you don't get surprised that it's called that. You, know? <laughs> right. you just totally expect that. Um, so there's a guy there with an axe, and then uh, there's a there's a guy who, like, it's just like there's a girl in the fifties who. That's the one. She she's slicing people up and singing while she's doing. Yeah. So it's like this whole. She was the creepiest one in my opinion. That I I really liked her character in particular. Right. I liked the like complexity of why that like because when you see a guy with flannel and an axe and a burlap set, you're like slasher he's a, film. He's gonna you know right. But she almost had this like because like the first guy in the 1994 got like lured in by her singing. Right. He's like, hey, what's going on? Are you she's okay? She's got a beautiful voice, but she's creepy and just crazy i mean yeah. you can just see it in her eyes so that's a really good actress or or she's just that crazy maybe but um i doubt it but but essentially it's like this lineage of this one town has an irregular stupid amount of well serial it's, killers. it's cursed yeah I mean, they're just like we're cursed we don't know right. you know and so they basically start unraveling all of this because the most recent there's there's the like almost like a scream skull face i think is what they call him yeah. And he he kills some people. By the way, I looked it up because it bothered me. The girl who was first killed in the mall—that's Robin from Stranger Things. Yeah, I was gonna say her. I, I had that written down. Sadie Sink is her yeah, name. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So oh, I I enjoyed her in Stranger Things, and I, I was like, "That's so cool that there's because I, I, I keep saying it reminds me of Stranger Things, and then you know there's an actual actress from both. So, that's, so and and she and then the the redhead from Stranger Things, that girl, she was in the second one too, 
Oh, I think that's at the Sadie camp Sink. camp nightmare. Or whatever. I think that's oh, Sadie that's Sink. The, okay. Yeah, the red. So, yeah. so I'm, what I'm talking about is the girl who was at the bookstore who got murdered oh, yeah, right away. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like she's, the one that worked at that movie very ice long, cream shop yeah. with uh, what's his face in Stranger Things. Right. So, yeah. anyways, um, but so that all kind of kicks it off and it basically sets them this group of friends like, and this is where I'm saying it's like pulls from these really good movies where it's like these group of high school kids and they're one, you know, one or two of them are attracted to each other. And they're like this whole, like basically think scream, think, you know, nightmare on Elm street, these very core like concepts, teenage and love and angst, like and this high stuff. school movie basically, but they took it and just like made it original. Like it's basically like, you know how you watch a football game every Sunday yeah. and you're like, I know that there's going to be a football game every Sunday, but I don't know how it's going to happen. Right. That's what it was almost like. It's like, I know a high school horror. The movie elements are all it, there, but they, they, but they arranged it and did it in a, in, in the, the story was just so compelling. Like it just, it gave me, it gave me like a different appreciation for horror movies. Like, I don't know. To be honest with you, there hasn't been like I'm not like big into like the Annabelle series or like the right. you know, I don't so, know much about them, but. or the Conjuring. So like I'm not you know, it gave me a different appreciation for these style and like that. There's hope that there could be good, really good horror movies in the future. So. And I mean, along the lines, of what you're talking about, like you know, just teenagers and, and what they go through. I what I I wrote this down and said, and I never really thought about it. Probably you know, being closed minded or whatever, but. The message of how mankind has been so close-minded towards homosexuality. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. this goes all the way, and you, you, they delve into that a lot more in the third movie. Because, and I and I even wrote down, um, uh, I wonder if if all the witch trials that you know with Salem and all that, if that was based on there, there might have been a. I'm sure a, that element you know, was that, included. Yeah, because back then it was such a taboo thing, right? You know, and and that's and the I mean thing. even just that even a, a a woman who was a lesbian, well, she must be a witch then. Like mm. what? That's that's how we. That's the conclusion we would jump to. Yeah. And I and I, I just wrote. I wonder, I wonder how if if that's just something that's true of those of those witch trials or whatever. Yeah. Or if R. L. Stein, how how the subject of homosexuality or lesbianism yeah. ties to his life. To, and yeah, and I guess that's because I mean I'll that say. was a very strong underlying foundation of these movies. Yeah. The the two characters there was you know the two characters that were basically they were they were lesbians. Two of the main ones. Yeah. And. What I would say about it, though, and, like, Mickey and I have had this conversation before, and, and maybe you would disagree with me, but that's okay. Like, right in. If you don't if you don't agree, I think that the, the worst thing that we can do in our society right now, and I'm going to get off my soapbox in a second, <laughs> is to sit there and not have the I agree to disagree attitude anymore. Oh, like, you don't I have agree, to hate somebody I, I because they have a different opinion. I disagree with you because, yeah. and I hate you. Like, that's such a ridiculous thing. We're opening thing. each other's so, minds by talking about it. You can't just, well, we have different points of view, so I have to hate you now and never talk to you again. Stupid. And, and, I, and I, I'm going to be honest. I'm not... A, a big fan of movies or TV shows that have this like slap you in the face right, with social either. justice and all these things. Like those are really important, serious issues that people, I just, it's just not my something that maybe I just can't relate to. I want to be entertained know? by the movie though. I don't need those underlying tones in there. That's... That being said, it was a part of it. It didn't punch you in the face. No, it wasn't. But, but I mean, the way my brain works, I'm just watching. I'm like, Oh my God. Like, yeah. They, while they're doing these things that make them think they're witch, like they they have magical powers, but it was also the fact that they were lesbians that it, they were coming down on them. And like, yeah. I can't. And that's been throughout history. Yes, we're finally opening our minds to that. You know, 
big freaking deal. Well, and and I mean, and, and like I'm, you said, it wasn't shoved down her throat, but I, I noticed how, yeah. as the movies went on, how much of an underlying theme that really was. And, and I, I just, I, I mean, again, and I'll, I'll try to get off my soapbox pretty soon here, but, um, <laughs> but a I, as a as a Christian man, you know, I there's there's things about that that like you know I I've been taught, and there's things that I've been told, and there's a lot that like. In, in, in it's like do do I agree or disagree whatever at the end of the day I just don't get like it, it, for me at least it's I'm not required to make an opinion about why that. is it I'm yeah. required to love people right love God and love people like the, like that's what she's so it's just such a hard like especially coming from a Christian that would burn somebody at the stake just because of because their... they kissed a person like it just it's such a like just because you don't agree with that does not mean you they need deserve to physically to kill that person. Right, right. and it, I mean, I don't know. It's just and I, like and I, I clearly mean, this, we're not in the 1660s, but it's just it's a it's an unfortunate byproduct of religion, I'd say. Right, and like you said, it's I, I mean, to each their own. I and what I I mean, this is the last I'll say about it because we don't want to go too far into these kind of points on on this podcast, but I. That the people who have such strong, adamant opinions about, like, anti-homosexuality, most of them that I've known or whatever, they don't even know any gay people. Why do you have such strong opinions about a thing that doesn't affect your life whatsoever? I don't understand, you know? And this is this is what I'll say, like, again, I'm, I'm, I'm tiptoeing off my soapbox, mm-hmm. but if you yeah, say... Yeah, we don't want to talk about it if for you, too long. If you say, like, you know, that, you know, you're going to be that strong and, and um, you know, outspoken about that or not even outspoken because you can have like there's nothing wrong with having your opinion about right that. but don't show but it down if you're going to hate somebody or physically attack somebody that you don't that, even know you, you don't should, even know them. you should treat them the same way that you know somebody who's having premarital sex right right as a christian that you should you shouldn't and, treat those things and that is not the case and chances are those people have or had lie. premarital sex or lie or gossip or cheat or steal yep. it's just it's so like i've got enough crap going on in my life that i'm not going to sit there and judge somebody else because of the decisions they made i'm more concerned as a christian what is your relationship with god that's all i i right. mean, there's so much but anyways that's trying you know, to get it well yeah just judge yourself like and, and, and like i said I'll, I'll just you know just overline you can have a different opinion than somebody else and not agree with them and not hate them and doesn't mean they're bad people yeah. either one of us just because we have differing opinions doesn't mean either one of us is a bad person. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, right. so that's why we're friends. We don't all know necessarily agree on everything. Most things we do, but we understand that the other person's opinion is just it's, as important as ours. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's, it's just ridiculous. There's there's things that are worth my time and effort. I have a very limited amount of energy, yeah, right. so. and it's becoming more and more limited. Ugh. So, anyways, <laughs> that all being said. If I'm that's, glad we if that's something it. that you're like, I don't, you're not going to like this movie. So, or TV show or, or three movies. If you, if that's something that you're very strongly against and I can respect that, don't watch it. But, you're just but not on the like other it. hand, as you said, this is like, I take maybe certain things from what, things I watch that, I mean, like somebody else watched, they might not even have caught that or yeah, have thought right, about right. it. Like it's not shoved down your throat, no. but that I just, 
I, I started to recognize, oh my god, I, yeah. I, how much they're and that's, shunned. And that's for that. a very good like point. And I mean, that doesn't mean anybody who doesn't want to know about that or talk about it is going to really pay that much attention. No, to it. it's not no. in your face. And like I think we said. will one of these Halloween seasons do a full episode on the Salem witch trials and That'd maybe be, a couple movies. I was just there on the, you on know, the summer, and yeah. I, I told Michaela I really want to go to Boston and go to Salem yeah, to was, see that, that cool. and be a part of it. So we we definitely, but yeah, the, it, it, let's just put it this way. It was way more complicated and way more selfish for the people who were doing the killing than you would just assume as, like, they call him a witch and they actually, like, there's a lot of nuances for the time that go into that. And I would not be surprised if at least one or two of the people who were declared witches came out as gay or were suspected of being gay. And I, like... I don't understand why it's an issue anyway, but like you said, as judgmental as our society is now, um, they were even more so back then. Yeah. And they, like yeah. you said, jump into those conclusions. Okay, we have to kill them. I mean, at and least that's that the thing that's such now. a crazy. Like it's a life and de- it was a life and death thing. It wasn't right? even. You're like, gonna kill these people because of a judgment that's probably not even accurate. Well, and even like the people who weren't even like they were just you know old you know single women that lived by themselves and and they were like oh they're a witch they must be a witch yep. because they, they don't interact with everybody you know, else they so went they and got some you know uh herbs know, some herbs and mixed them up and now i don't have a toothache like, we better kill be, them you know. <laughs> they have anyway. some special powers so we have to kill them uh, it's just yes there's there's a lot of very unfortunate and just just sad people have been stupid for that, a long time well and then <laughs> they yeah anyways <laughs> that all being said um if that's something like I said, that just it, there it is a aspect of this t- these three movies. If you don't enjoy that, or you don't, that's something that you know. I know people that don't like movies that have a, a like heavy swearing. In, right, you know, but I, but say, again, I yeah. if you don't want to talk about it, or even if you're not against it or anything, you just don't want it. It's you're still going to enjoy these movies. Yeah, it doesn't take away. I wouldn't say it, it takes away in any any sense of the the word. Like the best way that I would describe it is. You could just as easily made this a heterosexual relationship and there would be nothing like there would be slight differences in terms of like what was focused on, but it wouldn't change the overall plot of the movie. Because nowadays more and more um, they're trying to be representing of every group in mm-hmm. the movies and the shows. So that, right. that's why you'll have a gay person and a black person and an Asian person and a white person and all that stuff, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. which is great because everybody needs to be represented. But. It's kind of that as much as anything, I think. Yes. This was just my over-analysis of what I was watching. But, yeah. And like you say, I think maybe the witches did have some of that element way yeah, back right. when, and that's why right. I thought about it so in-depth. But And again, if you you know disagree with us or think that we you know said something – like Or misconstruing it or something. Yeah, or... Like, and, and I, I am all for bettering myself and growth and doing all these things. So like, if you want to write in and say something about like, hey, like – I didn't agree with this, or like, did you think about it from this aspect? Right, maybe like, we're missing free. the point. Like, yeah, and I'm or misinterpreting and, and like, or so, something. So, so I don't like, and if that is any way construed, you know, in the 15 people that listen to this once a <laughs> month, um, let let me know, and 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 we we'll talk about it. I mean, we've talked about it almost every email, if not every email that we've gotten in the Monty Monty and Mickey at gmail dot com. So you know, if if that's something that you know, anyways. Beating the dead horse with that, but right. um, so basically, yeah, it progresses and it it progresses in this like flashback version of you go to they they went to people who were at that camp, Camp Nightmare or whatever mm-hmm. that they basically try to pull piece together, and essentially what it boils down to 
and I don't want to. If there's stuff that you wanted to cover anymore, no, I'm basically. I love the '80s. I love that that movie. I thought that was great. I I love anything '80s anyway. And I was gonna say, just not to interrupt your next point, but even the soundtrack. Yeah. I mean, the last movie ends, or I mean, it's not the last song, but Oasis is one of the songs. That's one of my favorite bands. One of the last songs of that last movie is Oasis. I mean. The, the music in these movies is incredible too, and I love music. Yeah. So I mean, that really stood out to me also. The, and, and, it, and maybe, and, and again, I'm not like I was born in 1990, so I have like some knowledge of. Oh, 90s stop music, bragging! You but damn I was kid. four when this thing came out, or when this story was supposedly taking place. So I wasn't 100. Oh, 94, yeah. I wasn't 100 percent aware of it, but I think that they intentionally tried to keep it um, era accurate, right? With the music that was playing. That That's I how Stranger Things was too. They played yeah. music from the time. You they know? definitely yeah. were. Um, they definitely with the technology, with the the, the way that there wasn't any cell phones and the computers right. and all that. So I think that Consistent. they did. They did a good job of of that. Right. Essentially, what it boiled down to, though, is it was they found out and they they kind of pieced together things. They brought they they tried to figure out where the witch was actually buried. They wanted to return because her hand got cut off. Yeah. And they basically. The, the story that was told was the witch cursed the... We should probably whole, have a summary because yeah. there's three movies. Yeah. yeah. I've been Essen- essentially, what they were told for years and years was that the witch cursed the entire city, cut off her hand, and basically said, if my body isn't reunited with this hand, then the my I'm going to have a reach or I'm going to have influence on people forever. And then she got, and then she got hung, and she, you know, she was killed. That was the story that was told and perpetuated and and, and retold and hashed out, and like basically giving justification or reason why this side of town was so, you know, just littered with serial killers, and that her ghost, her demon, or whatever, like she wrote on the wall, her wall of these lists of of names of people who were basically possessed. She got the blame for it all. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I and mean, that's the story that was told from century to it, century to century. Essentially, the entire movie, up until the third movie, you assumed it was this witch demon lady who was basically pulling the strings. And I, I actually wrote down, very unpredictable. Honestly, never guessed it was, can I say his name? Go ahead, yeah. I never would have guessed it was Solomon. Because yeah. he comes off as this really nice guy. Oh yeah, he's the only one yeah. who's been yeah. on her side. You know, on the on the, In, the girl now, who's shunned from the. We're, he's the we're talking about there. the 1666 movie, right now. And it, yeah, he's been the only one supportive of this girl who's shunned by the, the whole village or whatever. And turns out he was the guy the whole time. You know, yeah. his family is the one who's got this curse of. Yeah, you know, that, and essentially the way I never would I never saw that coming. <laughs> that was amazing. That was. Yeah, and that's that's what I, I'm saying. Like, goes back to like this whole, you know, the pieces. You don't know how it's going to end. You know how it's going to end, but you don't know how it started really. And and the real story know, of the hand. The like real, you said, yeah. You don't even know every, that. Just so I guess what I'm getting at is, you. It's such a clever like gotcha, you know, moment because even the sheriff in the 1994. Like eventually, you know, it comes out that he's the guy that you know is he's the one. The, the latest writing. generation. He's the, he basically basically in 1666. This guy who then Solomon. ended up being Solomon. He ends up being successful because he sacrifices. He essentially it possesses a person every so often 
and is a sacrifice to the devil and basically says, I'm going to give you this. You give me success. A soul. The devil wants a soul, and then he gets success. And it turns out his family is generation after generation. It turns out the sheriff in the, in the newest movie is yeah. part of that family. Again, a lineage yeah. of yeah, exactly. people who are a part of this, what is essentially a cult. And they all seem like nice, supportive uh, upstanding citizens, and then you find out, oh, they're the ones doing all yeah. this damage and this horror throughout, right. this, throughout time for this city. And, and it's like crazy, I, man. I love how much I, I it, it shocked me. And it, and it tied together so well, too, like at the end. Right, it all what, comes together nicely, yeah. What I'm thinking about specifically is how, so at the very end, you know, after they escape, they are trying to get through that tunnel that they were in during – the 1888 one and what ends up happening is they pop out right at the sheriff's house yeah yeah and it's like the whole thing was that house that family was was you know you see little like occult symbols in like in their living room and like a family family tree and all this stuff but it was like the entire time they basically had direct access to this underground area where they would write the name or like pray to the devil or whatever. But then if you noticed, like because of the curse was broken, the very first thing that happens when they walk out of the house is this rich asshole prick or whatever. Mm. Who's watching them walk out of the house. And he's like, you know, give him a dirty look. He gets smoked by a, 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 a bus, or bus something. Yeah. because the curse is basically lifted. And like, so now that side of town, that separate city isn't going to just have this, like, unnatural success. Right. So it was, like, this both and. Like, this one side, shady side, had this really bad luck. And Sunnyville... Had good luck as a result. Had it really good... So it was, like, Witches of Shady... Which was I, I, perfect. The The mascot of Shady Side was witches. Yeah. And the mascot of Sunnyville was the devils. Yeah. And I was like, ah, this is... Yeah, this right. Is, like, so it just Attention all came down and filtered... To such a perfect, right? I, I like I said, the, the what got it for me was just the storytelling, the lore, the like. You see multiple characters pop up, like you see this random guy with an axe and a flannel, and you're like, who cares? And then you find out like he was actually like somebody he was a cared person. about him. He was a regular person at one right. point, and they yeah. tried to, dis- to to establish that with the girl and the guy in the mall to begin with, like he was just a regular person, right. but. I just, like I said, I just really enjoyed that, like, storytelling, lore, like, world-building almost, that it just, it was very, you know, you have these movies with these really good actors and really good dialogue, and then you're just like, ah, it was so predictable. Right. And it was just not that, like, I, I just thoroughly enjoyed it. And coming from R.L. Stein, I wouldn't expect anything No, else. and and like you say, I, it was just... You didn't expect any of this stuff. It was so unpredictable and stuff. But it just and, and there's not even any real big named actors or anything like that. But I I mean I, I can't. I'm at a loss for words because I liked it so much. Basically, yeah. you know. And, and the other thing I wrote down was the, the slasher. I mean, there was some gore and stuff. It right. wasn't just a good right. story. I mean, there there was blood and guts. They weren't afraid to throw that a little bit in your face. It, it wasn't overdone or, or campy or anything like that. No. But it was it was. If you, if you enjoyed well Scream, if you enjoyed Nightmare on Elm Street, if you enjoyed um, Fre- uh, Freddy Krueger's Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Jason. Halloween. Yeah. Halloween movies. 
if you enjoy those style, you will really enjoy this movie. Oh yeah, and you know, like we talk about the Marvel movies. That's the other thing I was gonna say. The attention to detail, like mm-hmm. like you say, even the mascots of the schools and stuff. Every little detail was considered and thought out and and applied to the movie perfectly. And I watched it the second time with you, that first movie, right. and that's where I picked up on those little details of things mm-hmm. that you're just like. Which is usually the wow, case. Wow, like that really, like, you know. They thought you can, about this. Yeah, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. anyways. Yeah. I guess that all being said, if you're in the mood. The movies suck. Don't watch them. <laughs> if you're in the mood for a really good horror series of movies, you've got, you know, free time, excuse me, to, to, to devote to this. So I, it's good. So, it's, it's, it's worth the, re- the. The payoff at the end is worth it, I guess. As, and because each movie is about an hour and forty to one hour and fifty, so it's yeah. not quite six hours, and you don't have to watch them all in one sitting. But you'll want to. They were all direct to Netflix too. Like I think they're yeah, Netflix. Yep. And again, R.L. Stein, if you read any of his book, very com- like very good storytelling. Oh, I amazing. wouldn't. He he just it, it, he delivered on this, and and these even were based on books. So it oh, wasn't yeah. even like these were original movies. Like these were based on his adult-oriented books that he had that he wrote during the same time or around the same time as the Goosebumps series. So. And there's twists and turns. And like yeah. you said, th- these movies typically are fairly predictable. And I, I have a cynical mind for the most part, so I don't know if you figured that out by now. But I, Yeah. But, I mean, so I can usually just – you know, I'll, you know, I'll pick it apart, and it's like, okay, shut up. There's, just enjoy there's it. a formula. There's a there's a recipe, and you're just right. like, and this is not one of those movies where I was like, oh, like the first time that 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 the axe murderer guy ran past the youngest kid. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Why isn't wait, he just hold on a second. Anybody? Why isn't he? So it was like this, like realize, like you don't know as much as you think you know. Right, because they they only have right one target. All these serial killers are only going after that one target, not yeah. everybody else. They were because she had the like vision, right? Yep. The first time Each they person become who possessed, has this vision, yep, because it's multiple people throughout yeah. the movies that have this vision. But the first time yeah. they come possessed, they 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 kill indiscriminately. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So like the guy at the mall and the guy that was killing. The oh, right, 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 right. You know, so it's like the it was like he was this this great 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 great, great grandson. You know police officer of solomon he was basically sicking all of his minions on yep. you know and we didn't even touch on the fact that like they tried to blow him up and they all the like weird like you know the demogorgon type of thing just like they all mush back together yeah and like yeah, you couldn't you kill them. See them in pieces and they can still come back to life so there's no way to destroy them until you lift the curse right and the way that you lift the curse and we didn't even talk about this was a big part of the first and second movie is you have to kill the person that they're after. Yep. And so because they were able to kill, quote-unquote, drown her in the first movie, and then stop her heart. And try to bring her back to life. Cause they then don't, they, yeah, then they brought her back to life. Because she's just a vessel yep. at this point. Basically, if she dies, they stop following her. Right. And that's why in the 80s, she died, she had heart failure, and then was brought back to life. Right. So then they, because she had seen the vision or whatever, and so... Anyways, it was very, very good. Really, so, yeah. You know. I, I would watch it again in a heartbeat. Yeah. I mean, like you say, and you watch it, and it's like, oh, do I have time? You don't have to watch it right now because it'll be – it's so good it'll stick fresh in your mind. But yeah. you'll want to. Exactly. I mean, exactly. in this day and age, that doesn't happen that often. We're like, uh, okay, I'll, I'll blow it off. No, I wanted to watch it right now. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It was – yeah. And anyways, we and we've talked a lot about a lot of really good movies. 
but I mean, this this was something that was you know I I enjoyed a lot. So yeah, I mean, if you uh, if you're looking for a, an ep, you know a, a movie like we said, it's something that that's worth your time. Um, These are some of my favorite movies that, that I've seen in a so, long time. Yeah, yeah. Of any uh, of any genre or anything, any what, subject. What I was gonna say is we're gonna try to. It might not time out correctly, but we we're gonna try to get another Halloween themed or horror themed episode in either before Halloween or right around Halloween this year. We'll we'll kind of see. Like I said, there was just a lot going on. We definitely are going to be doing Christmas episodes and all that kind of stuff. So stay tuned for that. And we're we're excited that we can keep things kind of relevant or moving or like be a part of a conversation, even if it's not the actual podcast episode being produced with the Monty and Mickey Facebook page. So continue to, you know, be a part of that and the discussion on that. Um, and that being said, I think we've got, you know, like 10 or 15 new people who have been added to that page so if you're new to the episode welcome we're glad to have you we're glad that you know you be a be a part of this you know journey or this conversation and we just we're just a, a couple guys that just like to talk about this you know geeky you know pop culture stuff and i don't know if my friends are being nice because typically they're not because we just give each other a lot of crap but they always say they really like it and you know and and they say they get something out of it and they enjoy listening because people are listening to podcasts more regularly all the right. time so right Apparently, we're not doing that horrible of a job. We're entertaining. I mean, and if this is the first podcast or whatever, but you know, at least we're entertaining dipshits. So. If this is the first Monty and Mickey podcast episode that you listen to, basically, you know, this is very typical format of how we do things. But essentially, think about it as just a bunch of friends that are hanging out, drinking, and talking about a movie. Like that's it's really like you're not. We're not like going out and doing hours and hours of research no. or. You know, we're not doing this professionally or making money off of this or anything. Just like writing that. down thoughts while we're watching. Just you know, yeah, just kind of you know, hey, I I thought about this and God knows that you know my wife and kid aren't gonna care as much about you know that one little <laughs> detail in the latest Star Wars movie that you know Mickey might appreciate your, that I your noticed wife that a really little bit more. appreciates that we do this because she doesn't have to listen to <laughs> right, it quite as right. often. More so, she appreciates <laughs> that I'm talking to Mickey in my basement instead of. <laughs> To her know, not about talking it. her ear off about, you know, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so that's all I got to say about uh, these three movies. They're really good. Like, you know, we, Some of the we best keep, I've seen keep in a saying, while. Yep. We keep saying that, but uh, just, you know, if you get a chance, go ahead and watch them. Uh, and, and just spooky season, or, you know, we're a, a week from today is Halloween. So, yep, yep. you know, if you haven't gotten a costume or whatever, you know, have plans. I mean, even if it's just, you know, baking pumpkin cookies and watching – you know Netflix specials. You know, do something because I don't know. I that's part of the reason well, I love this time of year. The, world, so. the world's open up again. Too, yeah, go there. rake leaves and you know <laughs> get a pumpkin spice latte <laughs> if you're that kind of person. Anyways, um, <laughs> so I, that I, just real quick, at, at work they got um, little pumpkin spice uh, flavored. Um, you know how they got the little like creamer in individual cups <laughs> somebody really? brought in like pumpkin spice I'm like sure that actually it. helps because i got some of those because i'm not a big coffee drinker yeah, so i want right. all the flavor i can add those right. they do add a lot yeah it, it feels like fall you know yeah right when i'm it's fall in a cup. so yeah so uh as as we always like to say getting old is mandatory but growing up is optional thanks guys <laughs> <laughs> what kind of creepy person do you have at the end of your show now?